GDP doesn't mean what you think it means. People generally consider GDP as a shorthand for the income of our country. This is not what GDP is. GDP is a measure of economic activity. So when politicians and economists talk about G GDP, you're only getting half the picture, okay? And this would trick you, intentionally or not, into thinking the economy is much stronger than it is if you knew the whole picture. This is because GDP does not take into account debt and it doesn't take into account the fact that it can be distorted by the inflation numbers which we underreport. I have a very simple little example I'm going to use. But first, please subscribe. You can always unsubscribe even later in this video. We're not going to have a smooth economic future and the only way to be notified of a new comment of mine is to subscribe. The first way I want to, first thing I want to talk about is imagine I wanted to measure your income, but instead of directly measuring it or asking, I measured how much money you spent on goods and services in any particular year. Okay, so if you have no change to savings or borrowing, then economic activity is an accurate representation of your income. For example, if you made $100,000 and you spent $100,000, okay, so no change to savings or income. Let's say in the next year, you spent $120,000. Well, we don't know if you spent 120 because you got a raise or because you still made 100, but you borrowed an extra 20,000. So naively, if we're just measuring your economic activity that went from 100 to 120, we would cheer because your economic activity went up by 20%. But should we? If your income was the same, and you borrowed 20 and you used the money to buy a flat screen TV and go on vacation and spend a lot more time drinking out at the bar, then at the end of the year, you are less wealthy, even though you have 20% more economic activity. Let's say on the other hand, you borrowed that 20,000, but you used it to buy a garage that you're going to use as a mechanic, that for you to work as a mechanic that will provide you future income, then you're probably more wealthy. Without knowing how much you borrowed and what you used it for, we can't really say if you're more or less wealthy. Or maybe take this scenario. Let's say you made $100,000 the first year. Second year, you make 110, right? So 10% more, that's great. But let's say you only spent 90,000, right? You saved 20. Well, your wealth grew, that sounds pretty great. And you, you saved $20,000 but your economic activity went down to 90. Okay, so understanding this little scenario, consider the president says he's going to borrow $2 trillion and send everyone a check, right? Then surely economic activity would go up. But would we be more wealthy or less wealthy? Probably less, right? If all the money wasn't used for productive purposes, which almost certainly it wouldn't be, we would be less wealthy. What if the government did this and didn't announce it? That's basically what's been happening. Okay, Jeff Gunlock, great investor, pointed out earlier this year that nominal GDP growth would have been negative over the last five years if US debt has not increased. As he pointed out, this was in May, I think, nominal GDP rose 4.3%, but total public debt rose 4.7% over the past five years. This is like in our first little example, right? That economic activity, the equivalent of our example went from 100,000 to 120,000. But as Jeff Gunlock is pointing out, the government borrowed that extra, borrowed that difference. Without that borrowing, 
we wouldn't have grown. So look at this graph, particularly the jump that occurred after the last recession. This graph is as a percent of GDP. So you can see we're taking on more and more federal debt just to sustain a similar rate of annual GDP growth. So think about that. We're taking on greater and greater and greater debt just to show an acceptable level of GDP growth. And that GDP growth isn't that great, right? We've been getting about, you know, the five or six years after 2009, we had 2% levels of GDP growth. That is historically, you know, pretty sluggish and, and not great. And how about this one? We are running massive deficits for a non-recession period. Take a look at this graph. We've never had, reset, had deficits this high when we have not been in a recession before. So this is, this is not shown, right? You see only the GDP numbers. You don't see that the government is borrowing and spending a huge amount of money in order to get, get us to those numbers. All right, so that's the first way. The second way is simply to say that inflation is typically understated, okay? So if you make $100,000 a year and next year you make 102,000, okay? So you're up 2%. If inflation goes up 2% also, then the basket of goods you can buy from one year to the next is exactly the same. Okay, you, you are not any more wealthy because in real terms, you're making the same amount of money. But consider if you go from 100 to 102, but actually inflation is 4%, right? Now, actually you can buy 2% less. And so this is essentially what's been happening, except typically when the government comes out and says inflation is 2%, based on a lot of very technical ways that they use to measure inflation, they typically understate it. And this also means that when you see flashing on CNBC that GDP growth came in at, let's say, 2%, what they've really done there is they've taken nominal growth of, let's say, 4%, and then they subtract the inflation rate. So if, if, if it's 2% inflation, then they'll say real GDP growth is 2%. But if they're saying it's 2%, inflation, and really inflation is 4%, then that really means that GDP growth was zero. So if anything, the inflation numbers are always understated, which serves to overstate the GDP numbers. So those are really the two things, right? When you see GDP, you can remember, it doesn't take debt into, into account, and it doesn't, and it is adjusted by inflation to get to a real number, and the government typically understates inflation. So if you remember those things, and also just remember the general idea is that it's not measuring our income, it's measuring economic activity, which doesn't necessarily mean that we're wealthier. Thanks for watching. Please tell me what you think and don't forget to subscribe.